again from the Granite State. My name is Gary and this is the Restoring Main Street podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. Came back kind of quick um, this time around. Going to see if I can't perhaps fit in a couple of podcasts this week. Um, it's Monday the 3rd uh, and I just felt it was appropriate to maybe sit down and, and share a couple things with you, ask a couple of questions. And a lot of that is basically motivated from the fact that it's the beginning of a brand new year. Here we are in 2022, and where do we begin? We always start the new year um, with New Year's resolutions or at least a good portion of us do. Uh, we see the beginning of a new year, like I uh, uh, suggested, as, as a new beginning, a new start, a reason to uh, wipe the slate clean and try and see if we can't improve over last year's efforts. Um, given the struggles that we've been in uh, the last two years or so with uh, dealing with a pandemic and everything that's gone on with that. I just wanted to take a couple of minutes and, like I said, discuss with you New Year's resolutions or maybe something um, a little bit more substantial. So why don't we um, start the program? And there we go. So like I said, the beginning of a new year, most of us find the motivation um, for a lot of different reasons to come up with New Year's resolutions. Maybe it's looking back on, on trying to improve on what last year was, or in a lot of cases, I can say this is probably the case for me most of the time is I look back at the year and say to myself uh, it was a little bit lacking I I really could have done more um, what can I do to change that this year but you know a, a lot of um, what New Year's resolutions end up being are, are definitely personal things sometimes we look at um, a broader picture and decide to uh, get more involved, um, try to make a difference not only in our own life, but uh, perhaps in uh, those around us in, in their lives uh, to try to be some type of a benefit. And I guess um, with what I'm looking at this year for a New Year's resolution or a way to move forward, that last bit 
that I suggested is more of what I had in mind than um, just trying to lose some weight this next year. Uh, or like I said, making it to the making it to the gym, you know, on a more regular basis. All of that is good, but I think some self-improvement um, that causes us to to maybe stick our head uh, above the crowd a little bit, uh, to stand out a little bit more, or more appropriately, stand up a little bit more, uh, was more of what I had in mind. And the reason I say that, um, I'm going to give some examples of individuals from our past um, that saw fit to raise their level of commitment to uh, a particular cause uh, for good reason. Like I said, a, a lot of what we focus on can be a little more personal um, when it comes to New Year's resolutions. But I'm wondering, uh, like I said, given the circumstances that we find ourselves with, uh, with the spirit of the age, what's going on now, perhaps uh, a much larger uh, commitment, um, a higher level of commitment uh, is something that we should talk about and aspire to. So, in leading up to that, I guess uh, my question to you uh, would be, you know, what is important to you? What can you think of right now that, like I said, is not so much, you know, a, a, a personal advancement, but um, a cause or something that you can look at that um, you feel strongly about that, that you could support? Um, and what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to support that cause? I ask those questions because in order really to um, achieve anything of, I guess, what most of us would consider significance, um, it requires a certain amount of commitment and, in a lot of cases, sacrifice. And on occasion, um, a little bit of humility to go along with all of that. So what examples uh, am I going to use? What could I share with you that um, I feel that could be inspirational? Well, uh, I'd like to start uh, at this country's founding and talk to you about the individuals that signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, those 56 men that uh, put pen to paper and what exactly was um, their commitment level? What were they sacrificing? What were they laying on the line? And, you know, a lot of people would look back on that list, and, and if you um, don't remember your history, or maybe didn't get this part of history, 
the men that signed that document were not commoners, I guess. Um, you would you would think with uh, the dire straits of what we were talking about, trying to um, throw off the shackles of um, the greatest known army at that time and government, that it was all the the common folk that were um, sacrificing the most. And not to say that they didn't uh, when we got into um, the American Revolution, it was the common folk that stepped in. But initially, those 56 men that put pen to page uh, and um, their names there had a lot to lose. They had, um, in most cases, everything to lose. A lot, a lot of people would think that they, uh, they didn't have stature, that uh, they weren't all that prominent. I mean, some names we do recognize, you know, Ben Franklin, you know, John Hancock. But just in a general sense, when you're talking about commitment and sacrifice and devoting yourself to uh, a higher cause, um, let me just read a few notes here. And I've got, if uh, I'll share this page with you from the familyguardian.org. Uh, I uh, clipped this from there, and uh, like I said, it might be small enough that you can't necessarily necessarily read this, but I, I want to share with you um, what happened to the founding fathers, uh, what kind of price did they pay for liberty? And uh, in this document, I'm, I'm just going to read the, part, uh, the top part of this. I will, uh, like I have been lately, put a uh, link down in the comments section after this podcast so you can go and, and read the rest of this. But wanted to guess, just give you a basic idea of what happened to those men after they signed that document. So this is the price that they paid. Five signers were captured by uh, the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons in the Revolutionary Army. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds or hardships resulting in the Revolutionary War. Uh, these men signed and they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. So what kind of men were they? 25 were lawyers or jurists, 11 were merchants, 9 were farmers or, farmers or uh, large plantation owners, 1 was a teacher, 1 was a musician, 1 was a printer. Two were manufacturers, uh, one was a minister, and these were men of means and education. Yet they signed the Declaration of Independence, knowing full well that the penalty could be death if they were captured. Almost one third of them were under the age of 40. 18 were in their 30s, 3 were in their 20s, uh, 
only uh, seven were over 70. The youngest, Edward Rutledge of South Carolina, was 26 and a half. And the oldest, Benjamin Franklin, he was 70. Three of the signers lived to be over 90. Uh, Charles Carroll died at the age of 95, and 10 died in their 80s. So why would I share that with you? Honestly, it's, it's in, an, in an effort to, to ask a very important question. Like I said, um, perhaps this year, instead of just uh, a regular New Year's resolution, um, perhaps we can raise the bar a bit and ask ourselves, ask each of us uh, to not only be supportive one to another, but perhaps take on some things of uh, huge significance right now to stand up against um, things like CRT. Even though in most cases CRT has been rooted out, you've seen the Facebook posts and parents standing up in front of school boards voicing their opinion and wanting that material out of the classroom. But if you think that those that are radical enough to introduce that the first time are going to just go away, you're not being honest with yourself. And what about the economy? What about what's happening around this nation? What about uh, the prices going through the roof with inflation? How are we going to survive as a nation if we don't commit ourselves to a, to a higher level of um, participation, involvement? Nothing happens if, if it doesn't come from us. Um, we are the solution, not so much the government. We need to forget about waiting for their participation or their permission to do things or commit to things to making our lives better. And if you want to take the idea of inspiration or commitment um, just to an even higher level, I, um, I'm going to read to you post that I uh, found on Facebook this uh, this past week and um, I reposted this because I just I think people get lost in the ease of just going through life I, I know that there's been a new emphasis on um, you know being awake being involved because uh, I've seen it over this last year and I guess what I'd like to do is maybe share a little bit more with you from some individuals that um, not only sacrificed uh, but gave their all and it's a it's a form of inspiration that's that's what I'm trying to suggest to you and um, 
I wanted to share with you uh, quickly what happened to the apostles after Jesus was crucified and the level of commitment um, that they were willing to exercise to spread the gospel. Start with Matthew. Matthew suffered uh, martyrdom in Ethiopia, killed by a uh, sword wound. Mark died in Alexandria, Egypt, after being dragged by horses through the streets until he was dead. Luke was hanged in Greece as a result of his tremendous preaching. John faced martyrdom when he was uh, to be boiled in a huge basin of uh, hot oil during a wave of persecution in Rome. Uh, However, he miraculously was delivered from that. And then John was sentenced to the mines uh, on a prison island of uh, Petos. Uh, That's where he wrote Revelations. And then he was freed later on and became uh, a bishop in Turkey uh, and one's one of the only disciples to actually um, die in, in old age and actually peacefully. Peter was crucified upside down on an X-shaped cross, and according to the church tradition, it was because he told his tormentors uh, that he felt unworthy to die in the same way that Christ had died. James, leader of the church in Jerusalem, was thrown over a hundred foot down from the southeast pinnacle of the temple uh, when he refused to deny his faith. James, the son of Zebediah, was a fisherman by trade when Jesus called him to a lifetime ministry. And as a strong leader of the church, James was, James was beheaded at Israel. The Roman officer uh, who guarded James watched ama- amazed as James defi- uh, defied his, um, oh, excuse me, defended his faith at his trial. And the guard, the soldier, was so inspired uh, by watching James that when it came time for James to be beheaded, the soldier converted to Christianity on the spot and knelt next to James and um, was beheaded along with him. Uh, Bartholomew, also known as uh, Nathaniel, he was a missionary to Asia and he witnessed for our Lord in present-day Turkey. Um, He was martyred for preaching in um, Armenia well, he was filleted to death by uh, being whipped. Andrew, he was crucified on an X-shaped cross in uh, Greece as well. Uh, whipped by seven different soldiers. Uh, and then, like I said, crucified on that cross. Uh, and it's noted here that he continued to preach to his tormentors Uh, for the two days that he managed to last until he expired. Thomas, he was stabbed with a spear in India. Judah, he was killed with arrows when he refused to deny his faith in Christ. 
Mattis, an apostle chosen to replace uh, the traitor Judas Iscariot, he was stoned and then beheaded. And Paul was tortured and then beheaded by the evil Emperor Nero at Rome. Now, I shared those with you, and you could say that those were extreme cases. Um, I'm not suggesting that your level co of commitment needs to rise to um, potential beheading or being whipped or crucified. My suggestion for sharing both our founding fathers and what happened to them after signing the Declaration of Independence and the list of the apostles and what they went through for their level of commitment was to suggest that what I'm saying to you what I'm suggesting as far as a, a different New Year's commitment will not rise to that level. In fact, I, I would say in most cases, you might get some social media ridicule. You might be singled out a little bit for sticking your head above the crowd. I know that the mama bears out there are not afraid to stand up for their children. And I know that plenty of fathers have the same attitude when it comes protecting their own. So I'm suggesting you're willing to protect your family. I'm suggesting that protecting this country and taking a stand for the injustice that you see, for the changes that you see, the spirit of the age, some of the elites of today, the things that they're trying to suggest that we succumb to. It's no longer appropriate for any of us to sit on the sidelines. And I think a higher level of commitment, considering what freedom gives you, what this country gives you, those principles and those things are worth feeling a little uncomfortable, willing to stand out, stand up, stick your head, like I said, above that crowd. So that's all I'm suggesting is that perhaps this year that each of us look within ourselves, decide what's important to us. What are we willing to fight for? And if you've never taken a stand like that before, I encourage you to consider the alternative and what you or your family or your children could be left with if we're not 
willing to feel and be a little less comfortable comfortable um, in our own lives. So that's what I had to share with you tonight. Um, like I said, it's the beginning of a new year, so why not set the bar uh, a little higher this year? I know I am going to attempt to do those things. I am going to con attempt to consider or continue to be um, a voice here with this podcast. I'm going to try to be more involved in my community in a positive way. And um, like I've said over the past few weeks, um, near the end of 2021, that local and working to secure and build that up is what we need to do. So standing up, standing up for what's right and for, for the principles of this country, that's something I think is worth fighting for. So I leave you with, with that question. Ask yourself what you're willing to do, what you're willing to fight for. So that's it for tonight. I mean, that's um, that's a lot. It um, a little intense, I know. Um, but I pray that you understand where I'm coming from, um, why I'm sharing this, why why I would bring these things up, why I would talk about this. So okay. On a, on a lighter note, and um, I think it's about time that I get to telling you uh, about my friends at metalheadsrock.com. Uh, you can check them out on their website. Check out all the head-banging T-shirts and rock and roll uh, paraphernalia that they have. Anything that suits your fancy from mugs to cups to um, sweatshirts, like I said, T-shirts concert stuff and, uh, and like I said in, uh, in a couple of weeks past they, they also have some novelty tees if you're into the horror genre and uh, you know Jason and um, Freddy Krueger and, and some of those individuals are, are things that you enjoy or movies you enjoy watching so my suggestion to you is either go to metalheadsrock.com check out all they have on their website or if you're in the area here in rochester new hampshire swing into the lilac mall and go check out their shop there um, i know they're running some end-of-the-year discounts on, uh, I think they got a, a rack or two of those items. So swing on by, check out the website, and in any case, do a little headbanging for the new year. And uh, like I said, check out my friends at uh, metalheadsrock.com. And... Uh, just in closing for this year, I, I pray that um, things go well for all of you. I pray that 2022 is a better year um, for you than, than last year was. And I know if you choose to uh, take a more active role in, in participation and trying to make a difference, um, 
I'm confident. I'm confident that 2022 will be a better year. So, in leaving you, uh, God, freedom, and family. Because if we lose the first two, our families are truly doomed. And you can find this podcast at all the normal places that I have discussed before. You can find us on YouTube, on Rumble, on Gap TV, on BitChute. I will post a link to the YouTube um, podcast on my Facebook page, Restoring Main Street. You can also listen to us on Anchor FM, Breaker, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Pocket Cast, Radio, uh, Radio Public, and Spotify. And um, if you saw the promo, I know you see the promo at the beginning of uh, these podcasts now, consider picking up a copy of the North Country Chronicles uh, poetry, and poetry and prose from the Granite State. That, um, that will help me greatly share this, uh, share this podcast with friends and family. Like, share, follow, hit the notifications button, uh, write a five-star review. Uh, whatever is appropriate for whatever piece of social media or however you're getting this or listening to, to this or watching, uh, I would appreciate any and all support that you could send our way so that this message gets out. Um, that's why I do it. Just trying to be a conduit and, and share information with you. And I pray that you find it of value. So... Again, thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And um, God bless.